Well, hello, ladies and ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 86 of the Jake This of Jake Johansson podcast. It is so good to have you on board. I'm Jake, and you are yourself again. Thank goodness. We are both us, and here we are, just like I pictured it. I dreamt a dream like this, and I don't want to tell you what you were wearing, because I think you know already. Hey, let's get together. Why don't you come out to a comedy club, see a show? Where am I going to be? Why don't I tell you? Well, this week, March 7th and 8th, I'm going to be at Wise Guys Comedy Club in West Valley City. That's outside of Salt Lake City, Utah. Utah, March 7th and 8th. April 11th through 13th, I'm going to be in Phoenix, Arizona, Stand Up Live. April 17th to 19th, I'm going to be in San Francisco, California at the Punchline. May 8th through 10th, I'm going to be at Comedy Works at the Landmark. That's Comedy Works South. May 8th through 10th, Denverish. Denverish. May 29th to June 2nd, I'm going to be in Kilkenny, Ireland. Ah, and my eyes are going to be smiling, even though they're not Irish. But I will pretend that I have Irish eyes for that week. And it would be great if you could make it. Why don't you, why don't you blow everything off and go to Ireland? What's stopping you? Money? <laughs> you can get more of that at work, right? If they don't fire you when you just screw off to Ireland for a week. Ah, I can't wait. That's going to be exciting. Well, actually, I can't wait. I shouldn't make that sound. What does that make? Well, how does that make you feel when I say I can't wait to go to Ireland? I can't wait for you to hear this show. Let's face it. I've already recorded a conversation with Nigel. This is the post-Oscar wrap-up show, in a way, in a sense, where we talk about movies anyway. We talk about some of the Oscar movies. I don't feel like if you're listening to this at a time that's not Oscar time, I, mean, I think it's gonna, you're going to be fine because we also talk about alligators and monkeys. <laughs> Crocodiles. Crocodiles. You know, they're different from alligators. A lot of people um, know that, but they may have forgotten it. And uh, I don't know which one would win in a fight, generally speaking. I think it depends on the particular alligator and the crocodile. But I need to go on the Internet to be sure about that. Uh, certainly size it would be a factor. But I they think they do say that those saltwater crocs that they have down in Australia are... Uh, that wasn't an accent. That was just nonsense. The one, the saltwater crocs, those are particularly terrible. You don't want to. If you had to pick, don't don't pick that one. But uh, if you're in a situation where you got to pick which crocodile, crocodile, you got to fight. You're uh, you're in a you're in a bad. It's that's not a good deal that's happening to you. And the least of the least of your worries is what trying to remember what I told you you should do in that situation. Just do your best, and I'll, and I'll see you for episode 87. But uh, it's uh, it was a great conversation. I'm glad you're here. You're going to get to hear it. I told you where I'm going. I told you all those other things. I just had a terrific time on the David Letterman Show. If you didn't see that, you can go and check that out on the Internet. I, don't, I haven't got it on my site yet, but I'm going to put it on my site eventually, jakethis.com. But I think if you just search Jake Johansson Letterman February 28th, it's going gonna, it's gonna to pop up on your browser. Uh, here we go. Let's listen to me and Nigel. Well, I, I'm actually talking to him. You're going to be listening. And, and then I'll talk to you some more. You know how this works. Here we go. Nigel. Jake. Hi. Hi. That was weird. You were offline. I, was, I tried calling you, too, and I was just like, huh, you must not be there. No, I was here. I've been here for 15 minutes. But yeah, oh, yours, me too. Yours said, do not disturb. Uh, and then I just I tried know. to call you, and, uh, and it's... No, dead. I was literally just sitting here. <laughs> I've been sitting here for like 10 minutes. But it was on, dude, I didn't realize you couldn't call me when it said, I just leave that on. I think that was left from last time, so uh -huh. people don't try and talk to me while we're doing the podcast. Oh, I see, I see. You know? But I didn't realize you couldn't call me because yours uh, said offline. So when I clicked on it, it's like this person's offline. Oh, well, I don't know. How, how does a thing like that happen, Nigel? How, do, how can we even be in a world like this? <laughs> doesn't it just know that I am online when I'm online? It doesn't. Why can't it? These stupid machines. I don't know what switch to flip to make it know what I want. But You're I, telling me i got to be responsible for knowing when I'm online and when I'm not? I don't think so. In order to Skype, we should first call each other on our phones. <laughs> 
I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna send you a fax. When you get the fax, you text me to let me know you got the fax. Then I'll call you. Then we'll get set up online. Is there a way that you could fax my email? Because I'm not sure that I have a fax machine. Look, I don't know if I could fax your email. If there's a store nearby, a lot of times I could fax a store, like a post office or something. They'll get the fax. You go there, pick up the fax. Okay. Well, could you FedEx me a a fax machine? I could send you a letter. Look, here's what you do. You fax me and then... You go fax yourself. Put your fax machine in a FedEx box and get the fax machine delivered me so I can receive the fax. And then I'll yeah, take, okay. Then I'll take your Skype call. Okay. That's good. I don't know any other ways to do this. Me neither, but we're off to, to a sort good start. Out. Yeah. Yeah, sounds real good. So I thought I thought we were going to talk over the weekend, but you got busy. You were – what happened? I just – I didn't see your uh, – that one text for some reason when you sent me. I was around, but I just okay, didn't So you were hunkered get down. You were indoors. I was hunkered down, and then yesterday I actually did have to go out and do some stuff. It was really cold. I was just – I've been sitting in here watching movies and eating Chinese food. What movies have you been watching? I'm not telling you that. It's Academy Awards season, Nigel. You have to say what movies you've been watching. I actually watched a lot of uh, garbage TV just because I was catching up. On, like, you get when it's when it's that cold outside, you just watch anything just because you don't want to do yeah. anything else. And I realized I wasted time. There's a ton of movies I want to see that I haven't seen, but I wasted time watching shows about people that live in swamps and go fishing and do stuff like that. But whatever. They're good. I did see, I did see a couple of good movies, though. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, tell me about the, tell me about the swamp people first. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is something you don't need to see. I don't I don't like, watch any of those shows. I mean, I did. I'm now that it turns out that that one of the Duck Dynasty guys, which I didn't even know about those guys until you told me about them. Uh-huh. The now that it's you're welcome, out, you're yeah, welcome. Yes, thank you, mucho, <laughs> muchas gracias. You brought me up to speed. You filled in, you know, just beneath the surface of me, there was a pothole. Yeah, and I'm now, helping you live life. And now it's full of duck Live your guys. life. <laughs> so you can go and look up the photos of them without their beards on the internet. That's kind of interesting because they're just sort of some preppy dudes. And I guess when they were going to get the when they were going to be on TV, then they all grew. It's all fake. Big crazy beards. I know. We're not fake. We're uh, real. Nothing in life is real except for this and our fax machines. Yeah, I know. Is the only real things. The sad thing is, I do still have a fax machine, but I, it's in the closet. I can plug it in. It, it gets faxes on that thermal, that paper that rolls up that then yeah. comes apart or it disintegrates. <laughs> like you could, you have to read the fax right away because it starts to fade. It's a fade. Yeah, it's like Back to the Future. You're, it starts fading away. You're changing history. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I bought my dad. My dad wanted a fax machine. Maybe like. Oh, I don't know. It was probably like five years ago or something. You know, but even then, fax machines were dead. Right. But he was like, I really really need a fax machine. And I was like, I don't know why. Like, that's – nobody uses that anymore. And so I found out, like, he and his brothers, they talk all the time. And so what – what they what they'll do is like my uncle will get an email and he'll print it off and fax it to my dad. Because your dad doesn't have email? Because he, well, they both have email, but they don't know how to use it, and they don't know how to use fax machines. It's just, it's basically they're doing what we were make, joking about earlier. Joke in the podcast. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, they're doing that joke in real life. <laughs> That's their workaround. Yeah. That's their workaround for I don't have, I don't have email, but I have a fax machine. Yeah. Well, we both have email, but we'll print them off. Fax. I'll mail you. I'll print off this email and mail it to you. Take a Polaroid yeah. and then Instagram it to me, would you? <laughs> <laughs> don't even get started with Instagram and my parents. I don't want their minds just explode. Yeah, well, I have to admit, I still don't understand how, what I'm supposed to be doing, but I'm really trying with the Instagram and the tweet and the Twitter. Although I was reading an article the other day about Twitter that said there's no point in trying to get more followers on Twitter because it's already there's so many people in it that you you only can win by having pre-existing momentum. You can't. You're not going to. You're not going to be able to get more action. It's frozen? Everybody's stuck where they are? No, but, I mean, if, you, if you've got if you've got whatever I've got followers, 7,500, you're never going to get to 100,000 because, you, you know, the percentage that you gain is so uh, small. 
And most of the people, it was also saying, hey, most of these people who have 50,000 followers, you know, 38,000 of those people, of the 50,000, they're never on. The last time they went on Twitter was 10 years ago. Yeah. Maybe not 10 years ago. Okay, because Twitter didn't exist. All right. But whatever. Yeah. But then then wouldn't... Facts all your complaints to me. (laughs) (laughs) Go fax yourself with your facts and complaints. Yeah. Facts are... Uh, But then what about if, like, so... What if some famous celebrity right now that wasn't on Twitter just got on Twitter tomorrow? Then they would still get like well, 10 million sure, followers. sure, because they're right? already famous. We're talking about guys yeah. like us who are trying to but build it, a name for ourselves. I already have a name for myself, but it's not. I'd like to, I'd like to reactivate my name. I just got an email from um, Google Voice the other day that said, if you don't make a Google Voice call, we're going to cancel your Google Voice number. And I was like, I forgot I even have a Google Voice number. But I better... Yeah. I better get on there and make a Google Voice call so I don't lose my number. And I thought, well, what is what's going to happen if I lose my? I'll just get another number. It's not like anyone even knows the number that I have already. What if we run out of numbers? Twitter's using up all the numbers, Jake. <laughs> There's no more numbers left because of the Twitterers. I I don't think that's true. I think Twitter just uses up the alphabet. But you could be right. Oh, man, if we lose the alphabet, we're screwed. I know. There's only a limited amount of words we're able to use now. Ain't that right? Because <laughs> people are copywriting <laughs> expressions and things. Three, Pete, I'm not even sure we're allowed to say that. You got that real good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just, we're going to get down to two-syllable words for the rest yeah. of the podcast. That's uh, it. Uh, huh? Did you, uh-huh. did you uh, watch the Academy Awards? That was, uh, I did. That was last I night, did. to be timely. And we're, What? Wait, a whole day has gone by? Well, it'll be two days ago by the time this comes out. But then oh, some okay. people listen to it days after that. So good luck oh, to them yeah. to be able to figure this out. This conversation yeah. is already confusing to me. But uh, I watched I watched the beginning of the Academy Awards because we had some I did neighbors it. over. Oh, yeah. Ellen crashed Twitter. Talk about something that's in a state of disrupt. No wonder it doesn't work. She did, ruined she, it. did she crash Twitter? Yeah, she crashed it with uh, retweeting the picture. She took, like, a, a group picture of, of Yeah, everybody. I saw her take the picture, but I didn't realize that then that actually did crash Twitter. Like, it was the most retweeted picture ever. Yeah, yeah, it crashed it for a bit. Well, that's what they said. I don't know, unless they're lying. But that's what they said on the news, that it, it actually did crash Twitter for a bit. Because so many people just immediately started retweeting it that it couldn't handle the volume. It is... It, it it was interesting that whole meta aspect of like I don't want the Academy Awards to turn into a pizza party, tweet off you know yeah, Instagram know. festival, but maybe that's what it's eventually just going to turn into a social media thing that you can't even understand it anymore. I find that I that's don't even what, that's understand what it now. The Academy Awards, yeah, it's all just fake, right? Well, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. Yes. Sure. It is absolutely. Yeah. Okay. It's completely made up. It's, it's just completely a, made up. It's a. Pl- it's, it's like ten, those hillbilly fishing guys. They're just. It's ten old ladies and a couple of plastic surgeons, and they vote on what movies they like, and then. Uh, yeah. We watch a big TV show about it. It's. Uh, it was. Uh, yeah, I watched it. It was okay. I don't really like awards shows, though. I don't find it that interesting because mostly because I feel like they're fixed or whatever. It's interesting to see who wins, but also. I just like talk. To- too long. Yeah, I don't really care who wins. I just want there to be good speeches. Like, the yeah. idea that you think that one guy was better than another guy and he should have won, of course that's how you feel because, right, it is all fixed. It's all it's picked out by, like I said, a couple of old ladies and a plastic surgeon. Maybe there's a dentist or something in there or a guy who owns a limo company who votes. But uh, Really? Yeah. The, how do you get that? I'd love to, <laughs> I should get a limo company. You should because then you get to vote for the Academy Awards. Yeah, it's yeah. great. And you get to drive famous people around and college kids that are barfing. (laughs) That is the downside of having a a limo company. I always like to ask the guys when I'm getting driven somewhere because I'm I'm getting, you know, a ride from, like, the airport to the hotel when I do Letterman. They send a car. It's not a limo, but it's a car. And it's fun to ask those guys, like, what are their drunk horror stories? Usually those companies are – they're operating at a level where they're only doing business guys. They're not out. Yeah. It's more of a cocaine story than an alcohol yeah, story. Yeah, they've got the, they've got the better cocaine. Tell yeah. tell me a story about a rich head hedge fund guy <laughs> that killed a hooker on the way to pick up his kid from preschool. In the back seat of yeah. this car. <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah. Those hedge fund guys are having a good time. I didn't see that movie, Wolf of Wall Street. Did you see that? Oh, it's good. Yeah, it was really good. See, and that's the thing. Like, when I saw the best supporting, like, Dallas Buyers Club was Mm -hmm. great. I didn't Uh, see that either. I like to watch the Academy Awards, but I don't like to actually watch the movies. It's too much time. I just watch the awards instead. There were some pretty good movies this year. But when I look at, like, the actors, like, the actors that were nominated, like, for Best Male Actor and Best Male Supporting, like, they were all great. Like, you can't say somebody that was better. I mean, it just feels like a robbery in a way. Like, because, I mean, they were all, it's like, how do you say that guy was better than, I don't know. It's, I feel like it's tough. Well, I've said for a while that what I really want to see is the, um, the losers make their winner speech. I mean, I feel like now that we have the internet, you could have all of the people because they always say it's an honor just to be nominated. So there should be some way that we can go on the internet and backstage all the people who didn't win, then give their speech that they just, because they're just thanking people who helped them to do what they did. So I would like to see them make those speeches because the best speeches are the ones where people go a little off the rails or they get super emotional, you know? Yeah. And so so that's why I think the backstage, you know, loser speeches would be a great show and probably more popular than the Oscars. I don't know who. Hello, Internet. If you're listening to me right now, that's my pitch for a show. I'd be happy to produce it. You and I, Nige, could have a little backstage. I'll get a camera. I'll get people ready. I'll get them fired up. Yeah, the, the speeches are pretty amazing. Like there was a, the girl that won for, I think, best costumes, and she was an Australian girl, and she got up there. Yeah, and, was married to Baz Luhrmann. Yes, yes. And she she gets up to thank people, and she reaches into her bra and pulls out like a full-size sheet of paper and then thanked three people, one of which was, I think, her mother. I was like, you had to write that down on a sheet of paper and stuff it into your bra all night like you couldn't remember she thanked like the people working for her and her mom and her husband i was like what was on that sheet of paper i you would like What's to see on? that we'd like to see yeah that. i want to know when we get backstage why didn't she instagram like, that yeah show me that i want to see your list was First it just all, mom you just wrote mom really big <laughs> oh on mom people who helped me and what was the other one see that's <laughs> why i need a piece of paper I, she doesn't God, want to make a mistake. Look, Ma, what was, what's the order? Oh, what's yeah, the she order gets off stage and she's like, I'm married. I forgot. Oh, oh no. Oh, I forgot to thank that worst. guy. And he's uh, a famous director who could hire me for more jobs. <laughs> oh, this is bad for my career and my personal yeah. life. Super mad. Super mad. Uh, well, it is nice to know that ladies still put things in their bra for safekeeping. Yeah, something other than your phone. Have you seen that? Girls putting their phones in the I've seen the phone in the bra. Yeah. You don't want to borrow somebody's phone these days. Or maybe you do. I maybe do. you do. I do. I do. Hey, your, phone, your phone's nice and warm. <laughs> Something could go wrong while they're getting it out, and then everybody's That's a winner. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then we're all able to, Now you don't even need to make a phone call anymore. Yeah. The other day, my wife nipple dialed me by accident. <laughs> Uh, uh, I tell you, those things are smart. Yeah, it's uh, always a pleasure to get a call from my wife's left nipple. That's true. Yeah. Um, Wait a minute, that's true? Did you just say that's true? Oh, yeah, me too. I mean, me too. Sometimes I get texts, which I don't enjoy. From my wife's left nipple? What the hell? Well, sometimes the right nipple. I'm not sure which nipple it is. I mean, they both have very different personalities, but... We're going (laughs) to say, you know, tell me about it. (laughs) <laughs> That's why we switch sides of the bed every once in a while, so I can be closer to the other nipple. Sometimes Lefty gets real angry. Yeah. It's out of nowhere. Yeah. Very temperamental. Cranky. Yeah. Um, did you watch the entire awards show, though? Did you see the whole thing? No. I, we bailed kind of two-thirds of the way through. Our daughter had to go to bed, so we put her to bed, and then we meant to go back to it. But instead of going back to it, we watched the second half of the screener of um, American Hustle, which we had. So we watched American Hustle. Oh, see, great movie, right? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Amy Adams, you keep thinking you're going to get to see her nipples in that movie, but, you know, you don't really... This is, this is the nipple cast. Yeah, well, look. This one is, we're, we're getting nipple heavy in our conversation now. We're heterosexual. It's just time There's no for turning people, back. To people to wake up to that. No, I didn't want to see that, <laughs> Nigel. <laughs> I can't.
can't believe you just showed me your nipple. Well, yeah, it's just to keep the right to keep uh, it rolling, keep it, keep it it's interesting. In the spirit of, I can't believe you'd whip a thing like that out in the weather that you're having there in Canada, but you're indoors. Then Jake, get ready for sheer astonishment. No, no, no. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, um. So yeah, I liked American Hustle. Oh, yeah, and I have true. to say, maybe I should say this. I was going to say this at the beginning of the podcast, but maybe I'll say it now to to you. Um, last week on the podcast, I was talking to someone, uh, to my friend Dino to Tripodis, and it was a great episode. I know you probably listened to it. Um, I didn't hear it yet. I'm still listening to Wilmont's. I didn't make it through Wilmont's yet. Yeah, his was good, too. His yeah, good he's good. Too. I like Mike. He's yeah. funny. We had a nice time. Yeah, we we only missed we missed that you weren't here to go out for beer afterwards. Oh yeah, yeah we had beer with lunch. What? I know I never do that, but I did it when Mike Wilmot was here. Um, so uh, I was talking to Dino about uh, Tom Hanks, and I was saying, you know, I didn't know that Captain Phillips. You know, I wasn't gonna. I thought he's just trying to see what movies I'll go see. You know, he's just trying to say I'm Tom Hanks. You have to come watch me pretend to be Walt Disney, which I did watch, and it was all right. But I said, I'm not going to go watch you get kidnapped from your boat <laughs> captain thing, Captain Phillips. I'm not going to watch that. But then while I was flying to New York last week to do Letterman, I watched Captain Phillips on the plane. Holy crap, I owe Tom Hanks an apology. That movie was so much fun. It's on a plane, so your standards go down a little right. bit. But he was great. <laughs> the guys who play the Somali pirates were unbelievable. It was just... And and it wasn't... I thought it was going to be like, what can, what can there be to it? First, they're on a big ship, and then they get in this little tiny boat. How can it be? It was super exciting. That, uh, that, that The guy who directed it also did that United Flight 93. I mean... <coughs> I am sorry, Tom Hanks. I am super sorry. You were awesome I, in that. I, I, I didn't know. see it. I agree. I didn't see it. It was one of those movies where, yeah, it just, I don't know, it just didn't appeal to me that well, that's much. That's how I felt. Right and then the you're game, on an like airplane and of... you're like, okay, well, I want to watch this and then I can have even, even a stronger opinion about how much I don't like it. That's why, yeah. that's why I thought I was watching it. But then it was so, I enjoyed it so much. So I recommend it. Really? Maybe not as a date night thing. But no. Uh, well, see, there's. I, I have a, a pretty decent list of movies like that that I haven't seen that I feel like I should see. Mm-hmm. But that also makes me want to see them less because I feel like I'm obligated to watch them. You know, like Jarhead and some of those ones that I was just like, I don't know. It just seems. Yeah, I watched Jarhead because I had read the book, and now I can't really remember how much I if I like the. Yeah, there's also, just a lot. It's of... like he's in the line of that. Freaking every few years, there's another Jake who's trying to be the Jake. I feel like I'm the Jake. You don't get to be the Jake. That fucking Jake <laughs> Gyllenhaal, right? Jarhead. I mean, he was great in it. I'm happy for him. I, I like that. That's a standard for not seeing movies for you. Like, no, my name's already Jake. I don't think so. Yeah, broke back mountain. I went to see that because that Jake had it coming to him. You know what I mean? Man, I didn't see Brokeback Mountain either. I That's did another see it. movie. Yeah, you should see that. I know, and I feel like I should see it, but I was just like, I don't know. It just didn't really interest me that much. I was kind of like, yeah, cowboys and whatever. Yeah, where were heterosexuals in those days? <sighs> that was not necessarily the case, at least full time for them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's a weird thing because I, yeah. Uh, but I guess there's, a, but this year there's great movies. I feel like there's a lot of good movies this year. Which some some years, you know, I feel like uh, there was nothing really good. I was going to watch Gravity on the way back from New York on the plane, but the entertainment system was broken. Uh, And I was in business class. And they have each seat has a big screen, and you can pick, you know, there's like 50 movies in there. And I was going to watch it. I was looking forward to that on the flight back. I was looking forward to watching that movie on the plane from before I even took the trip and then I didn't get to watch it. But, uh, yeah, they compensated us all with, I got an email the next day that said, hey, we're going to give you 10,000 frequent flyer miles. It's like, really? Yeah. You ruined that's what I got. day of my life and that's all I get? I had that happen once, too, on a flight. I, I didn't get 10,000, though. It was, like, even less. It was, like, here's 2,500 miles. And it was, like, that was a five-hour flight with no nothing. Right. I know these are, you know? These are white people problems. but still, It was a... Bummer. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Airlines, right? What are you going to do? I know. I know. Um, so, yeah, so that was happening. Oscars, 
Rob Ford went down there. I still haven't seen any of that. Our mayor, they invited him down. Kimmel invited him down. He's going to be on Kimmel tonight. Oh, Rob Ford. I guess last awesome. night when this comes out. Oh, yeah. yeah. He invited him down. I mean, he's just been the nonstop jokes. But he's there. I didn't see anything of him. I was sort of watching. I thought they might. I think they purposely... <laughs> There was no Ellen didn't talk to him, which is weird. You think you'd want to talk Wait, to the he was cracked at, out mayor? He was at the Academy Awards. He was in the theater. I don't know. I don't know if I know that he was invited to go down. Like Kimmel's, I think was the one that set it up for him to go down. So he came down for Kimmel's because he did a thing last night, right? Oh, he, but he'd be outside on the. He, he wouldn't. He didn't think he's not in the theater doing. No, stuff. I don't know. But that's what I didn't know. I was like, I wonder if he's actually going. Somehow got into the awards show. He's like okay. a seat filler, a very large seat filler. <laughs> hey, that seat filler looks like a <laughs> crack smoking mayor from Canada. <laughs> yeah, that's him. It would that's be great him. if the seat fillers were all pop culture interesting people, like the Octomom is seat filler. Yeah, He's sitting next He's to the Duck any. Dynasty guys. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they should. I actually was watching, and it was when Jennifer Lawrence. I think she was presenting. Because was it her? And I think she was sitting next to uh, somebody, Matthew McConaughey or something. Mm-hmm. And so they they cut to the audience, and all of a sudden there's this other like beautiful woman sitting next to him. And I was like, "What happened to Jennifer Lawrence? Like she's not there." And then, but they were showing his reaction. And then they cut to her walking across the stage. I'm like, "Oh, that was the seat filler." Because I was like, "Who's that actress?" Right. I don't know who that is. I don't know. That, that was her seat big filler. Break. That was her yeah. Big that was break. her big break. It's a seat filler. Yeah. yeah. My uh, my agent has got me an audition for a seat filler on next year's uh, Tony Awards. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I can't I can't get a job on a, a, a televised <laughs> a super. Well, I guess the Tonys are televised, but yeah, that's I'm really trying to work my way up to being a seat filler on the Academy Awards. Yeah, I wonder if that is a thing, like your professional seat filler. I don't think they're professional, but I, well, I mean, I, I bet they're. I bet it's a thing that people do from year to year. They're like, hey, do you have yeah. your tuxedo and your? Hey, did you get it this year? <laughs> did, did they get it? Did they bring did it back it? this year? I didn't get back. There's probably some really strict rules like do not you or do not talk to Matthew McConaughey. If you get sitting next to a star, don't try and yeah. talk to him about his movie. You just got to sit there. Oh no, no that's the whole point. You want to be a seat filler, so you get a selfie with Matthew. And be like, hey man, how you doing? I'm just going to be here for two seconds. You mind if we get a quick picture? Hey, do you have any pot? Because I do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you ever get uh, you know back pain? While you're uh, here at these awards shows, when this here? person who's sitting in my seat comes back, what do you say you and I go outside and smoke out? <laughs> I don't know that Matthew McConaughey smokes pot, but I, you know, he did was playing bongo naked. So I do like him. Boy, I've been watching that uh, True, True Detective. Detective. Oh, it's, whoa! It's right. Yes. Yes. It's great. Yes. Yes. I'm already bummed out that I that it's going to end. At some I am point. too. Like, I was I, I was sad about it ending about three episodes in. It's like this is going to be over, and they're not going to make the next season. It's going to be new I, detectives, right? No, right. And how, I just feel like how do you beat it? How do you top Woody Harrelson? And I mean, the first Matthew couple episodes like, were like it's an acting contest. <laughs> you know, the two of them in the car. And yeah. It's like Matthew McConaughey does something, and Woody Harrelson looks at him, and then he goes, "Okay, well, that's what you're going to do. This is what I'm going to do." <laughs> Watch this. Yeah. yeah. They edited out all the times when they would go, watch this. It was so, it's so good. They were so great. Yeah, I, I wanted Matthew McConaughey to win the Oscar just because of his other performance in this True Detective. Yeah. I mean, would you ever have thought, like, that's it's one of those things with acting that, I mean, watching uh, him in the past, I mean, I never would have thought that he would become what he is now. You know, from from seeing like his previous movies to Dallas Buyers Club, but that's, I mean, it's but it's that's pretty a, phenomenal going from being you know date not uh, what was it dazed and confused mm-hmm. to I didn't see that to, I, I should go back in time and watch that I don't think I have time yeah. now to you don't even have to go back in time you just can pull up Netflix yeah no I don't have time in the present I'm not going to be able to watch that until there's a time machine oh. Okay, I'm going to go back and do something different. Something that uh, I did in the past. I'm going to instead. I'm going to watch that movie. I'll but throw I don't that in with the fax machine when I <laughs> mail that down to you. See if you can. Maybe I have to watch Days and Confused. I don't think I do, but maybe. No, I you don't have to. Don't. But it's just it's just one of those things that you think his you know his evolution as an actor is is. I mean, I was just like, wow, it's pretty amazing. It happens though, right? I mean, yeah, that's Johnny Depp. 
Johnny Depp started out on Beverly yeah. 90221 Jump Street. Or 21 Jump Street. See, I don't yeah. even know that. I'm going to get my time machine straight because I'm going to go back yeah. and watch the wrong thing. <laughs> You're hurtling through space right now. Yeah, but see, so yeah, so Johnny Depp and Bruce Willis, who we've discussed before, right? Yeah. When Die Hard came out, that was like, how? who's this guy? Yeah. How, how does he get? He's not an action star. Now, yeah. I'm sure, he's an action star. Or, you know, like Robert Downey Jr. I mean, a guy who did was a great actor. Who at one point I was like, well, he's either just going to die or he's going to start doing weird art movies and disappear. And then all of a sudden he's a huge action hero. He just got ripped and started making giant action movies. Oh, the Iron Man? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I never would have... I didn't think that was going to happen either. No, I mean, there's hope for us, Nige. You know, we could be. You think we could be action heroes? I I think I'm probably a little too old to be an action hero now, but uh, I'm up for it. I think if anyone's listening that can put us in an action movie. Action buddy I'm, movie. I'm in. Action buddy to, cop we, film. I think we might have to write that, night. That's that's the movie that you and I have to write, where it's an action action buddy cop comedy movie. In the future. Yeah. Oh, in space, definitely, right? Yes, yeah, space wrong. future. Right or wrong? Future Earth or future space? Both. Space that's station. The a piece of Earth. Earth is blown up. We're renegade future cops. That pieces should of be the earth, earth are hurling in different directions with different societies, and we yeah. we're on one chunk of Earth. It's just us, and we're a, out of our and, jurisdiction. And one criminal. We're out of our jurisdiction. We're playing it fast and loose. Yeah, and we're yeah. in trouble. We have to Skype. We have Skype calls from our boss who chews us out all the time. Yeah, he's mad. We're we're breaking the rules. Yeah, but he's on another piece of earth that's far away from us. Yeah. So if there are any uh, producers or industry types listening to this, it sounds good to you. Mm-hmm. Get in touch with us and uh, let's get on the development train. Yeah, they're probably hung over from the Oscars, but uh, maybe not. Oh, I hope so because this thing sounds sometimes sound interesting when you're hung over. Yeah. Let's face it, we're looking for somebody who's ready to make a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> They've got to either be actively drinking yeah. now or yeah. or or handicapped from drinking in the yeah. recent past. Let's let's get a bucket of KFC and talk more about this idea. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Yes. I'm yes. over people. Let's talk about it. <laughs> I like the bucket of chicken. You're being <laughs> real specific about how we're going to solve this problem. Yeah, yeah. You're hung over from the Oscars. You want a nice uh, greasy chicken mm-hmm. and uh, and good conversation about future space cops. That's us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Well, I like it. That's, it's sort of just writes itself. I know. Problems. I'm anxious for us. This conversation, as soon as we're done with this, we can start beating out the story. Yeah. Well, I also feel like you and I, we just get in that cop car. We do like a Woody Harrelson. You know, we just outact each other. We don't have to write it. We can just no. get the cameras and start we, shooting it. We just do what they do. Just you show me what you got, then I one up it with an even better look. I actually think, though, that that was written down ahead of time, and then they just Well, we can't say say for a fact. We don't know for sure. We don't know. We don't know. They they could be making up that true detective HBO. It's probably a lot of improvisation. You don't see the outtakes where they're laughing and cutting like, that was so crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yet. That'll be on the DVD when they release it. All the outtakes of the improv scenes. Are you going to lose weight or gain weight for the movie that we're going to be making? Oh, I'd rather gain weight. Me too. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe we're both. Could we be too fat? Too fat. Too fat cops. cops. Well, that American Hustle, Christian Bale, when he first takes off his shirt in the beginning, you're like, holy cow! Because he was in that movie, The Machinist, where he was. Mm. 132 pounds, and then he was Batman, where he's super this buff dude, and now he's just a fat, a fat old bald guy. Like, holy cow! When I first saw, Is he, do you like, think I he saw, might be a balloon? Do you think Christian Bale might actually just be a know. balloon? Yeah, he's one of those. Uh, <laughs> he's one of those uh, numbers beds, sleep by numbers beds, uh-huh. where he just has like a <laughs> like a remote that he's like, "How will you want me like a seven? I'll pump this up. I'll pump myself up to be like two hundred pounds." <laughs> and act by numbers. Yeah, and act, by, act numbers. by numbers. He's like, just here's the pad. You just keep hitting the up arrow until I get what the, you, want, what you want, and I'll act accordingly. With yeah, how I look. You arrow it down if you want me. You know, when I start starving myself in the prison, that's when you just mm-hmm. keep dropping it down to whatever. Yeah, he. Uh, 
Yeah, like when I first saw uh, like a picture or a little trailer for that, and I saw just a clip of him, and I thought it was I thought he was Burt Reynolds for a minute because <laughs> because it, it he was so fat, he had the mustache and the hair, and I was like, is Burt Reynolds in this? And I had to like go back and look, and I was like, oh my god, that's Christian Bale. Yeah, he's too young. He would have been the same age as he would have been like a well, no, a '90s Burt Reynolds maybe. Yeah, but a big fat Burt. But I was like. That was my first thought. Yeah, it was. Anyway, it was so. I could. I didn't. I had asked Belinda who who it was. Yeah, at first too, because I didn't get it. Well, when he's gluing his toupee on at the beginning. Anyway, Christian yeah. Bale also very good. Also very good. And also, you know, maybe another career option if he's looking for. You know, uh, he could be an impersonator for Burt Reynolds. I don't know if that's. A, I don't know if there's. I don't know if about it. I, I'm not oh, sure that's a money making thing. Yeah, going to fairs and stuff. You go around, say you're smoking you wanna, the bandit. If you want to impersonate Burt Reynolds, you know, the people who want to see a Burt Reynolds impersonation, a lot of those people uh, are in nursing homes. Yeah, again, you've got a captive audience right, right. there. And you knock They're out your show at 5.30 in the afternoon, and then you got your rest of your night free. Yeah, it's a quick trip. Yeah. So, Christian Bale, you're welcome. Business opportunity. <laughs> yeah, trying to help. Call me if you're interested. Trying to help. Or if you'd like to do a cameo in our cop, uh, yeah, space space, future space cops. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as long as you're, you know, a crazy weight, you could be in it, fat or skinny. I feel like he's done. He's done both extremes now, or all three. I mean, he's been physically fit. He's he's fat. He's thin. He's done everything. I don't know what he he should just be normal in our movie. He almost needs to get a sex change for his next movie. Yeah, do you think? Well. We could throw it on the table. I don't know if he'll go for it or not. Are you kidding me? I don't know how method he is. <laughs> He's probably getting a boob job right now. <laughs> yeah. We should also let him know that the budget for this is very low. It's very low. You're going to have to pay for your own breast implants in our yeah. movie. I mean, that's yeah. just how I roll. you got to pay your for own, your own. And your own craft services. you got to bring a Subway sandwich with you when you come to shoot. <laughs> yeah, we're having our meal break. Yeah. So go out and break out your meal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Well, maybe we'll work with him at some point on this. It's tough to say. It's hard to say. I, well, I would just say we're interested. We would love to work with him. You know, yeah. that's where I'm at with it. Yeah. I think he's great, and I would love it if that all works out. We haven't done a, We haven't watched something and then talked about it for a while. No, I know. I thought we were going to do that but but we haven't we should do that we should come what was, was there something that we were going to watch speaking of burt reynolds we were going to watch deliverance oh, yeah, and i have it I, I rented it if you want to rent it we can talk about deliverance next time okay okay there you yeah go. yeah let's do that there you go i just watched another this weekend i watched a movie uh that alec baldwin did seduced and abandoned documentary have you seen this and it's all it's about him trying to get a movie yeah, he goes to Cannes and tries to get a movie made. Is it for real film. or is it a joke movie that he's trying to get made? <clears throat> no, it's like for real. He's sort of doing it. It's sort of a documentary about trying to get funding for a movie and what it's like being him going around with a producer trying to mm-hmm. make it happen. It's interesting. And he interviews um, you know, a lot of people along the way. And Ryan Gosling has a really, really funny scene about what it's like to be an actor and trying to be an actor making it in Hollywood. So that's pretty good. What's an interesting little? Uh, it's called Seduced and Abandoned. All right. Alec Baldwin. Seduced and Abandoned. And yeah, it's sort of everything like you and I would already know about the film industry. No, but it's interesting to, to see it. Like for me, when I was pitching, you know, going around and you're you have a script and you're shopping it around, and, and the things that these people say to you, you just think, well, that's insane like i can't believe you're saying that but then watching them say those same things to alec baldwin you're just like oh wow i thought they were everybody yeah could it be a a, does it have to be you could it be a man could they could they have a dog what if they all you know what what if they're all cops yeah like he he goes in and he's pitching this movie which is a very specific movie to these investors and so it's these billionaire guys there's like these three billionaire guys sitting around and he they're like he's like you know it's it's uh the the basic idea of the movie is that he's a he's a cia operative he meets a journalist they're in a war-torn region they hook up it's this sort of sex in you know terrible times kind of whatever so that's sort of the general thing that he throws out there and one of the guys is like well it's got to be a comedy 
your Alec Baldwin's got to be comedy. And then this other, and then another guy's like, "What about a submarine?" It's got to be a like. A, and then they show a clip of like Hunt for Red October, and then like the guy that's like, "It's got to be a comedy." They show a clip from him and Dirty Rock, and it's just like these guys. He's like nothing even close to the story. And and, uh, and yeah, Alec Baldwin. He's just so funny. Yeah. Oh my he's god. Like, well, I'll have to watch that. Did, can you watch yeah. it? Well, you can tell me later where you can watch it. Sedition yeah. Abandoned. Okay. Yeah, yeah Alex Baldwin is, see, he's a little bit of a loose cannon, but uh, he's quality. Man, he's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would I would love to hang out with him for an afternoon. We've already discussed that. Yeah, I think we have had this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. We all want to hang out with Alec Baldwin. That's one thing we agree on, Nigel. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Alex he's Baldwin our boss in the cop movie. He's the guy who's chewing yeah. us out. He's the guy that's always mad at us for because our crazy antics. His part on Skype. All we have to do is have he can Skype it. He can Skype his part in from anywhere. Yeah, you know, good call. Great. Good call. So Alec Baldwin, there's a low pressure job. It's just waiting for you. You can be a part of it. Um, he's probably in. Why would you say no to that? If you could just Skype it in from your, you know, wherever you are. I think he definitely would be in if one of us knew him. I mean, that's the type of guy he seems like to me. <laughs> knew you. You told him, look, you just put on, we'll FedEx you a hat, and you just put it on and yeah. Skype your part in. Yeah. Do we know? Maybe maybe we can talk to him on Twitter about it. Maybe, but I feel like There's we really need to get the. I really, if Alec Baldwin's <laughs> going to be involved, I insist that we write a script. I insist. Oh, I, but he's so good with improv, though. We have to show him the part that's not going to be that he's not in. Why don't we base the movie on his improv roles? We'll just say, you Skype in, berating us for our antics, and then we'll build the movie around that. So so it's even easier. Not only are you Skyping it in, you just do say whatever you want. Yeah, you just say whatever you want. We need like six clips of you berating us for whatever thing. Why don't you just film some Skype calls that you're already making to other people, and we'll just edit out the other half of the conversation. We'll just use that. Yeah, like the call you make to your dry cleaners because you're angry about your shirts. That could be a thing. That could work. We could make it work. We could do that. Yeah, we can make it work. I'm loving yeah. it. Yeah. We just change shirts to lasers. Yeah. We cut right. off We cut off him and we t- if someone else we says lasers and we cut dub it in. We just dub in laser over shirts. Perfect. Right? Laser Perfect. guns. I feel like we got a pretty good grip, grip on how show business this works. Is, yeah, this is how movies. It feels good to be in showbiz, doesn't it? Doesn't yeah. it? Just a, being a just player. One short hour ago, we were just two guys <laughs> in our spare rooms. Yeah, now we're Hollywood players. Now it's Moving on. And shaking. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, pretty good. Well, what else? What else you got? Are well, you worried about you worried about the World War Three that's going to happen? Is America going to invade you, Russia? You mean the Ukraine Ukrainian yeah, situation? Yeah, Ukraine situation. Well, Russia's moving in there. It's Is America? Oppor- it's opportunity for us to showcase our Russian uh, dialects. Um, yeah, I don't think uh, <laughs> I don't think we're going to jump in there. Do you? I don't know. Canada's worried about it. They don't think so. Canada doesn't think so. Canada's, Canada's worried about everything. You guys worry. Canada about thinks us. no way because th- then it goes right to the nukes. Yeah, we're not going to jump in there. Too. No, we got we got bigger fish to fry there. than sticking up for Plus, the. Who Ukraine. cares? What does the Ukraine have that you want? Nothing. The Soviet Those Union's nubbles. not going to take over the Ukraine. At the best, at best, they're going to try and cut off a little piece of it. Um, yeah. But Which is look, fine. You I can know? shave a, a little off. I couldn't Which... point to the Ukraine on a map if I had to, even though I've seen it. Could you? You, you just put your eyebrows up. Yeah. I don't know no, exactly. Yeah, know how big is the Ukraine? Do you even know how big it is? It's uh, like on the map. <laughs> yeah, it's like two and a half inches. Is yeah, like comparatively, com- compared to Russia, it's not that big. I don't know. I find that since I've decreased the amount of news that I'm watching, like I, I, I listen to the, like the BBC World on NPR, and they talk about it. But I, I, that's not a thing that's freaking me out. I'm sure if I was watching CNN all day, I'd be completely out of my yeah. mind about this. And I think Barack Obama was a, you know, dumbass. But the way yeah. the way it is, I, I just, I don't, I, we would be stupid to get sucked into some big giant thing right now, wouldn't we? Or, yeah, or I think so. It's, you, you don't have the resort. There's too much. There's too much fighting and military stuff happening to to start up a new thing right now. I think, yeah. right? I'm just sorry. in terms of resources. I'm sorry, also, Ukrainians. Yeah, Russia's a big. They're they're not like. 
you know, they're not just some guys with some AK-47s. You know, they're, they got like a whole bunch of other stuff. No, I know. Well, Putin's just coming off this whole Olympic, however thing. he feels about how well that went or poorly yeah. it went. And it, I bet he's not wearing a shirt right now. He's he's got a gold, his own gold medal. I think he, I think he lives his life the opposite of how I live my life, which my life is. There's, I'm in transition. When I've got my shirt off, I'm in between, like. Yeah the shower and getting dressed or bed and getting up. Uh, but Putin, I think, lives his life the other way. He's got his shirt off all the time until yeah. he has to put it on. Like, we're going to, you've got to meet with the president of France. He goes, well, okay, but I'll, I'm going to put my shirt on at the last minute. Yeah. And then he right puts before, it on. Right before, you have my shirt uh, hanging on the door, and I'll put it on before I open it into the meeting right. where they're so, all sitting. So everybody always sees him kind of with his shirt on, walking in, putting it on. Yeah. And then at the end... As he's walking away, they see him peel off his shirt and throw it to someone. Yeah, and that's when they see that he's still wearing an Olympic gold medal for some reason. Why does he have that around his neck? I saw a bulge in his shirt. I thought it was a medallion. They get a couple of extra Olympic medals, and they always give one to uh, Vladimir Putin. I bet he did. I bet you he went down and was like, look, you you crank out a few extras of these for me. For me and my friends. Yeah. The guy who built that big place where they did the, they only did the opening and closing ceremony. They built a building just for the opening and closing ceremony. Yeah. Oh, they wasted a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. But so he's just coming off of that. I don't think he wants to get in a war about the Ukraine right now. But what do I know? I'm not a pundit. I'm, well, that, that's yeah, the other thing. Know. I know as much as some of these dumbasses on CNN know. Uh, but I don't think I don't think this is going to turn into a big, giant thing. I think they, have, they always have to make it sound like it's going to turn into a big, giant thing. But I feel like cooler heads are already prevailing. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it cool, everybody. Be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good advice, right? Yeah. That could be our catchphrase, too, for our space cops. Keep it cool. Keep it cool. Keep it cool. I think it was Silverado, right. the, movie, the movie Silverado, where the one guy says to the other guy, you know, it's like one of those standoffs where they're both pointing guns at each other, and he goes, uh-huh. look, let's face it. I don't want to shoot you, and you don't want to get shot. Get shot. Yeah. <laughs> was that in Silverado? I remember that I line. so. Yeah. yeah. You think he's going to say, you don't want to shoot yeah. me, but he goes, you don't want to get shot. That's what I liked about it. You think it's one thing. That's how jokes work, everybody. Yeah, you that's think a, he's an element of surprise thing. in there. And then he says the other thing. Goes a different way than what you thought it was going to go. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not so worried about the Ukraine. I'm, I'm a little, I was looking on the internet about this news story that crocodiles can climb trees now. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, they've seen them up, well, up trees, like on the banks. just realizing that now? How did they not know that before? Yeah, I feel like crocodiles have been around for a long time, but they, you know, you don't. They live in places where we don't really like to go, big swampy places. How but, did no, yeah, but how did nobody ask Steve Irwin that before he died? Like, hey man, can these climb trees? And he oh, goes, Oh yeah, yeah, mate, totally. they can climb trees. <laughs> sure. Yeah. They ever climb a tree when you got a crocodile coming yeah. at you? They go right up into a bird's nest. Yep. Snap your nuts off. <laughs> yeah. Careful. You got to be careful in those trees. <laughs> you think you're safe. Treehouse, that's the last place you yeah. want to be. Monkeys are delicious. Axe croc. <laughs> they love birds. <laughs> Leaves. Leaves, branches. So when I was looking Bandics. on the internet, because this is a this is a thing that just came out. It was like an article that came out in February that they were talking about how these crocodiles are climbing up trees. I just love that it's one photographer. There's like a koala bear in a tree and a crocodile. They're both just napping in the same tree. Like, hey, Carl, what the hell is is that a crocodile? Yeah, did you know they could? I didn't. Where's Larry? What what is going on here? Yeah, that crocodile has an awful satisfied look on his face, and I don't see Larry around. (laughs) Well, Larry was up in the tree getting some aerials. (laughs) Getting some nice shots. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, well, I... um... I'm not routinely around where crocodiles are, but it's just oh. they, they said that they, they can only, as they get bigger, they have a harder time climbing trees, which as that's with all of us, really, right? Yeah. I mean, there I was guess. a certain, when you're a baby, it's hard to climb a tree, but then you, you kind of, I feel like my peak cl- tree climbing was over probably when I hit my 30s. Yeah. I can't say I've climbed a lot of trees, to be honest with you. 
Even when you were a boy in Canada, it's all trees up there, man. I guess so. I guess I probably, maybe I climbed more than I remember climbing, but it was probably a brief window in my life of, mm-hmm. you know, climbing trees and building forts. Probably I mean, I remember what? building forts, but not like tree houses and stuff. Not like tree houses, but I, yeah, you climb up some trees. Maybe, maybe your tree climbing years overlapped with your pot smoking years, and so that's they've. I just forgot about. You it. can't remember all the Still trees remember. you've been climbing. Yeah, it's like yeah. A, there's a whole photo album somewhere in your house of just you up in all different trees in Canada. Yeah. Bloodshot eyes. <laughs> Just <laughs> eating potato chips. I'm, eating I'm eating chips. potato chips in all of these trees. Eating chips, te- bragging to everybody how no crocodile's going to get me. <laughs> oh, we're safe. We're First of all, we're in Canada. There's no crocs up here. Yeah, but I'm smoking pot, so Second I don't know. Second of all, we're 40 feet up this tree. Hey, guys, there is no way evidently, evidently for these crocs to be able to climb trees, it's said in the article that the, the handholds have to be – they have to have – a ladder. <laughs> Practically, the branches have to be right, and the trees, they climb a lot of trees that are kind of at, at an angle like that. You know? Well, that's not climbing a tree if it's just at a, like, 20-degree angle. Well, yeah, well, when you Google it, you end up looking at the same, like, five pictures of a crocodile in a tree. And it's and they're not really and really it was just a crocodile laying on a log that somebody li- is holding up the other end of it. But they did <laughs> they show just... that they did show this other behavior that crocodiles have started doing. Well, they'll put sticks across their snout so that birds will come and land on the stick, and then they can eat the bird. They oh, do like birds. Trick. They it's do like, like a magic trick. trick. Yeah, it is like a magic. It's like a dog treat thing. You know, you put I the know, I used thing to do that the... with my dog. You put a little treat on his nose, and you make him wait and for it. Catch it. Throw it up in the air and catch it. Yeah. That tells yes. me crocodiles are faster than you think, which they've said that for a while. You know, they can yeah. move. Well, and they can also get huge, too. Have you seen, like, there's certain uh, crocodiles that get massive. Oh, my God. Google yeah. that. Google, like, giant crocodiles. And there's this guy who's, but they're really elusive. Like, you, they're in weird, you know, remote places. But that they're so big that they eat, like, water buffalo and stuff like that. Like, that's what they take down. Oh, boy. They're massive. I would make sense it's, that they would be elusive because the first instinct that you have as a human being, if you see a giant crocodile, is like, we need to kill that. Yeah. Well, and so this guy, there was, I saw this little mini documentary thing on it, and the guy, he would find, a lot of times, because you'd have to go in by helicopter or by something to try and find these guys, but they're really smart because they've lived, obviously, a long time, and they're giant. So and they, they know kill. to get the heck out of there. Yeah, hide yeah. and wait for a big, slow thing to come by. But when they were lying in the mud, a lot of times you would just find their prints, right, of their their paws and, like, their tail and stuff, or their feet, uh-huh. sorry. And so you could tell how big, like, he would measure the, you know, the imprint of them lying in the mud and, like, well, here they obviously exist. Where the hell did this guy go? Yeah, Whoa. no kidding. Do you think he's behind that tree over there? <laughs> Is he still close by? Is he watching us? Is he up in this tree? Look up. Yeah. He's going to hit me with that truck that he's lifted over his head. You look up and there's a crocodile <laughs> as big as a semi falling out of the tree with his mouth open towards you. How did he, how did that, I didn't know he could climb trees. I didn't either. That's Damn why, it. that's what took us, that's why we don't know that they can climb trees because all the people who found out they can climb trees were instantly devoured. Yeah. Hey, look up there. Is that a whomp? Whomp. Yep. Yep. That was a guy who could have told us. Yeah. Huh. Everybody that had the information, dead. Yeah. It's no not a conspiracy. It's just these crocodiles are good at their job, that's all. Yeah. Yeah, that's how they lure people. Maybe that's how they, they do the stick thing with birds and with humans. They put a little, you know, a chip on there or something. Yeah. Piece of piece of chicken. <laughs> I don't think they bait it. I think they just have the stick. <laughs> at least the pictures of the crocodile with the stick on its nose. They didn't they weren't they didn't have a piece of meat on it or a, or a pretend bird. They made it. They made a pretend bird out of leaves. Yeah, like a like a little bag of Doritos. Like a craft project. No, it's it just a stick. Oh, no. The crocodiles—they're primitive, you know. But even still, if you could put a stick on there, because I mean, I've seen their—you know—their arms are very, very short. 
No, it, you have to get that just, stick on the there. The stick is in the mud, and they kind of shovel their nose underneath the stick. I, I think I'm just saying it's pretty tricky. The stick is, or the stick is floating on the water, and they come up underneath the stick, so it's still sitting on their nose. I mean, this could Look, be just You have complete. no idea how they get the stick on there. I don't. I'm just saying they've got some <laughs> no good idea. I read a blog that was written by crocodiles <laughs> about how they do this. You know, and he typed with his tiny little short yeah, arms. I got a crocodile. I got a password from a crocodile as a favor, and. So so I was able to log on to the site where they go and they exchange ideas. I think, uh, yeah, I would love to see a crocodile in a tree. That would be just because of the way I picture him sitting in the tree is awesome. Sort of curled up in there. <laughs> like I just picture him like a koala bear sitting up <laughs> in the tree, like taking yeah, a nap. Sitting, like curled into a yeah. kind of a C shape. Yeah. Yeah. Like that would be horse. nice to see the crocodile that way. I don't think like that's how it is. They're just sort of He's lying. An adorable crocodile. He's a cute, cuddly, adorable. They are so not adorable. It's hard to kind of find anything that that you like about like Yeah, there's something that's meant to be scary. Like, you look at them and you're like, well, that's pretty scary. I just feel like evolutionarily they're just sitting around waiting. Like, when these squishy things are done, the earth is going to be ours again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, there's certain animals that they just look like they're going to, that's, they're made to kill stuff. Yeah. They've been around. Like sharks. Like, like you look at a shark and you're like, ugh. Yikes. Yeah, the crocodile shark fight. That's one thing. Oh, that'd be a good one. Could we make that a pay-per-view event? I think I saw a... Did I see a crocodile and a shark video thing Fighting? on the internet? Uh, that was a National Geographic thing? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. How do those two meet? No, I mean, might have been you, a, Wait, are you saying have, sharks can get into trees, too? It might have been a python. A it might have been a python that was trying to swallow an alligator. It's a ballsy python. <laughs> yeah, it was a tough move. And I think it got torn open by the by the gator you know and they both died anyway yeah. yeah yeah see i'm glad neither one of those things lives anywhere near me accidents happen yeah i'm so glad i'm not a swampy animal yeah those are the things you don't want to live near a swamp there's too many things that can kill you i don't even want to live near winter i don't know how you're doing it up there nige you you need to be stupid it's pretty stupid it doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. yeah it's like you can't see through all the air because it's so cold it's like a gray. <laughs> I think that like might the be air. the clouds are overcast, maybe. But no, the air's frozen. Yeah, the air's frozen. Okay, the air got frozen up, frozen up good. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Real good. Okay. Well, so, yeah. Are you going to be going out of the house later today? Yeah, I'm going to have to. I'm not looking forward to it. But you, you going to go out of the house? You going to stay inside? I'm going to go out of the house, yeah, right, as soon as we're done now. Really? What about the rain? I heard you had the crazy oh, rain. Oh, the rain's over. It lasted. We had, oh, it was supposed to be it three was devastating. Days. Well, it was god-awful. <laughs> no, it just was rain. We did, <laughs> have, we did have hard rain one night where it was, you know, it was puddling up around the house, and I thought, oh, this could be, this could cause a problem, and then it stopped. Yeah. It was, it was not a big deal. California. It's great. It is great. That's that's the most traumatic weather of the year. I know. I puddling. can't wait to go. Got a bit of puddling out there. Hey, everybody. We're on high alert here. We've got a little puddling out here. I can't wait to call my friend John, who moved back to Massachusetts. So this is, I think, their second winter there. I mean, the first full winter that he's been there because he still yeah. had a job out here. But they're just getting hammered with blizzard after blizzard it's it yeah. sounds horrible it's been an awful uh winter everywhere i think this year except yeah. for you guys except for california and some of the well, we're in a drought although we just did have this rain anyway um i feel like we're at a place where we could wrap up the show and we could just continue con- conversing amongst ourselves okay we're wrapping it up so that's it uh Look for our new feature. If you're interested in investing, Alec Baldwin, <laughs> get in touch with us. Your part is easy breezy. And it's, and you get a created by credit. And it can get bigger right? bigger or smaller depending on, you know, whatever what, you want to do. Yeah, Alec. Part, your part in this movie is like Christian Bale. It can yeah. get, be very big, big or, small. or very small. You click the bed by numbers clicker up or down. Up or down? Seven. Seven is the most. 
One is the least, I think. I don't know. I don't I'm not getting this. one of those beds. I don't like those beds. I, I had one in a hotel once. Oh, really? Was it any? Yeah. Did you like it? Number? I did like it. What are you, firmer or softer? I like firmer. Yeah. But you can do both sides. So you make one side kind of firm, that roll over into the soft side, roll back. Oh, man. <laughs> You're a fun person on vacation. It was a great you? night. I'm telling you, me on the road is a wild party, guys. Living on the edge. Yep. Are you doing any gig? Do you want to plug a gig Sleep right now? By numbers. Uh, no, I don't have anything. Nobody's <laughs> coming to anything that I'm doing. They, they do. Go, go, go to it's Nigel J. Lawrence. Yeah, dot com. Yeah, dot com. Yeah. Still dot yeah. com. Still dot com. Like always. I know. Well, okay. we haven't run out of no- letters yet. I mean, once Twitter uses up all the numbers, then it's going to have to be dot something else. Twitter's using up the alphabet, but the numbers yeah. are still okay. I don't know who's numbers using up the letters. numbers. Numbers and letters. I don't know. I'm not sure. All right, Nigel. Well, as long as I hope there, I hope there'll be an alphabet the next time we speak. Oh, me too. Thanks for thanks for being on the show again. Hey, thanks for having me. I can't wait to go to space with you. Okay. Hope there's no crocodiles up there in the trees. Yeah, they can't. Space. They can't. Crocodiles can climb trees, but they can't build spaceships. Can they get into space trees? I don't know. It would be a real big mistake to take a crocodile to the moon. I have Jeez. to say that. Can you imagine getting attacked by a crocodile in space? It would be a nightmare. There's no gravity, right? Yeah, well, in gravity, maybe. Hey, guys who make gravity, maybe throw some little crocodiles in there next time if you want some real drama. You want to go action about it? That's yeah. The you want a good movie? How about a crocodile tearing into that suit Gra- and causing a leak? Gravity plus crocodiles. Yeah, mm-hmm. gravity dials. No. I think you could put some crocodiles into almost any of the big movies. Yeah. Uh, you know, American Hustle with the crocodiles. Crocodiles. Yeah, Sounds why not? Good. They're angry about the, all the Captain Phillips. There's a there's a crocodile oh. in the lifeboat. Now yeah. what? Now what? Right? Dallas Buyers Club. Watch out for crocodiles. AIDS mm-hmm. crocodiles. Mm-hmm. Watch out for them. <laughs> AIDS crocodiles. Okay, <laughs> <know>. everybody. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Who knows? We didn't know they could climb trees. How do we know they don't have AIDS? <laughs> but they probably do. They could. They probably they're do. very irresponsible. They probably got it from one of those monkeys they ate while they were up in a tree. Yeah. Well, and they're irresponsible. They're partying. They're sharing needles and having a nice time. They don't know the rules. <laughs> a nice time? That's not a nice time. Well, for crocodiles it is. Mm-hmm. That's like a party. Mm-hmm. Shooting up with your tiny little hands, trying to... Get him, trying to get a needle through your thick skin. It's almost impossible. Yeah, I think cro- crocodiles mostly eat their drugs. They don't smoke them or shoot them up. <sighs> yeah, you're probably right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Is that it? Are we done the podcast yet? Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we're... Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, episode 86. I never promised you a rose garden, but I always can guarantee it's good to talk to Nigel. Um, thanks for listening. I hope you have a great week and that you win some award for yourself before we speak again. But if you don't, I'll be here and, uh, you know, and I'll be grateful. So you can't. How often do you get a grateful person in your life? Maybe you got that all the time. Maybe you got people thanking you up and down. But I'm thanking you for listening. How hard was it? Pretty easy. Pretty easy, let's face it. I'm not I'm not trying to make this hard. I'm trying to make it easy for you, for your pleasure. I put this right on the internet where you can go get it. You know how you got it. I don't have to tell you. I don't have to remind you how the internet works. It's there to help us fill up our days with talking so that we don't have to just walk around listening to nothing all the time. Remember those days and how terrible that was when you'd just be doing whatever you're doing right now on your treadmill, cranking it up and working out and thinking, man, I wish there was someone talking right now. 
And now finally there is someone talking, besides you, of course. I'm sure that you're also running a healthy dialogue in your head about, like, what, how can I make my life better? Or what, what, would, what would make this even more good than it is now? I'm, I'm running on my treadmill. I'm getting physically fit. Or maybe you're at the treadmill at the gym. Or maybe you're at work. Maybe you're goofing off. Maybe you're driving home in your car. And you're thinking, wow, I'm driving. I'm listening to this. What else could I do? When are they finally going to invent a butt massager for the car so I can get my butt massage? while I'm driving and listening to people talk. Those are going to be the days, and I hope we all live to see them. Thank you for listening. Don't give up, or you're not going to make it to the butt massager time. I see, I see my tenants have started vacuuming, and it's time to wrap up the podcast. Thanks so much. See you next week.